Francis Gargani, Redemptors of our provincial headquarters in Washington, D.C., happy to be with you once again, celebrating with you this grace-filled Easter season as glorious spring really takes hold of us here in this part of our world. These weeks between Easter Sunday and Pentecost are also the period known as mystagogia. This is the time we allow all that we experience during the great festival of the actual feast of Easter, beginning with Holy Thursday and climaxing in the great vigil of vigils on Holy Saturday night, to really sink in. A good RCIA parish-based program invites the newly baptized or newly professed Roman Catholics, along with their sponsors and others, to periodically gather during this time to savor and to continue to reflect on those rich and redolent Easter liturgies. And today's beautiful gospel passage from John chapter 6, verses 35 to 40, offers us a lovely entry into such a reflection. Let's listen. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the living bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should lose, not lose anything of what God gave me, but that I should raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in the Son may have eternal life, and I shall raise her or him up on the last day. This gospel passage is also one of the scriptural options when celebrating a funeral mass with that gorgeous, comforting, and consoling line, it's the will of God who sent me that I should lose nothing of what God has given me, rather that I should raise her or him up on the last day. If the newly baptized or newly professed, let alone us, should be experiencing anything during this season, hopefully, it is the experience of being fully embraced by God in the waters of baptism and its renewal. God professes in those death-dealing, life-saving waters, God cannot lose us. We've been raised up along with the Christ. We have looked upon the Son, and we do believe in him. Knowing God won't let us go makes all the difference and how we live resurrection life now. For we're neither talking about a complacent or a presumptive spirit, but rather we're talking about a confident, peaceful spirit that is surely one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. It's important that we take in the sensual experience of liturgy. 
How well we know that our memories are triggered by sights and sounds, smells and tastes. It's not a bad way to begin the mystagogical process. What our tradition is actually inviting us to is a mystical encounter with God, allowing God the Holy Spirit to take over our entire being, to flood us with light, to penetrate our every pore with love. To have a mystagogical encounter is much more than just coming to know or apprehend something with our intellects. We know we can't fully comprehend the mysteries of our faith, namely the sacraments. We don't want it to exhaust their meaning, their power for and in us. But we are invited into their transformative power more and more by savoring the rich memories of the bread and wine of Holy Thursday night, the ever evocative symbol of the cross on Good Friday, signing both resurrection and ongoing communion with all the suffering, the flare of the new fire, the awakening waters of baptism, the fragrance of the oils of chrism and confirmation on Holy Saturday night, all centrally orchestrated to conspire a mystical encounter with the Christ who says, all that the Father gives me shall come to me. No one who comes will I ever reject. Holy communion, that's what it's all about. With God, with self, with each and all others, with all God's creatures and indeed with all creation. The gift of Mr. Gojia for our newly baptized, newly professed, and for all of us, is nothing less. I myself am the bread of life. No one who comes to me shall ever be hungry. No one who believes in me shall thirst again. The Easter invitation to savor and delight in the sweetness and delight of being so incredibly fed, embraced, and yes, loved. Those who were in the dark are thankful for the sunlight. We who live, we who die are grateful for the gift. Thankful for his love, behold. Behold the Lamb of God. All who eat, all who drink shall live. And all, all who dwell in God shall come to know God's glory, peaceful now. Those whose hearts are blessed with understanding of the wheat, of the wine, united with his word and the love we share. Behold, behold the Lamb of God. All who eat, all who drink shall live.
and all, all who dwell in God shall come to know God's glory, gentle one, child of God, join with us at this table. Bless our lives, nourish all who hunger for this feast. Shelter them with peace. Behold, behold the Lamb of God. All who eat, all who drink shall live. And all, all who dwell in God shall come to God's glory, Lord of all, give us light, deliver us from evil. Make us one, be our shield, make still the winds that blow. Cradle us with love, behold, Behold the Lamb of God, all who eat, all who drink shall live, and all, all who dwell in God shall come to know God's glory.